Welcome to Create Wealth Through Franchising Podcast and Kim Daly TV. I am your host, Kim Daly. I want to educate, motivate, and inspire your business ownership journey by interviewing CEOs, leaders, sales coaches, and exceptional franchisees to learn their valuable insights and strategies that we can apply to our own business ownership dreams. Now, on to the show. Welcome back to Kim Daly TV and Create Wealth Through Franchising Podcast. I am your host, Kim Daly, and today we have a new friend to me as of 2023, but she's gonna be a lifer. <laughs> Her name is Melanie Richard. She is the founder of a franchise called GoGlow. Melanie, welcome to the studio of Kim Daly TV. Kim Daly, I am so, I just, I just wanna say I'm so excited to be here simply because your content is amazing. Like I don't miss a single video. You have so many amazing words of support and wisdom and just badass. Like, let's be real. So I'm so excited to be here and to talk to you and to just be in this moment. That's awesome. I remember the moment I, the, the moment that I met you, remember at the, at the end of like one of our mix and mass sections. And I was like, you, I got to know you. So, you know, my felt, my listeners here know that I'm not here to represent a brand. So we're not going to talk specifics about the go glow franchise opportunity today. But what we do want to talk about is who is Melanie? How did she start as a businesswoman and develop this concept? And why did you turn it into a franchise? And what have you learned during this amazing journey? Because franchising ultimately is all about people, not widgets. So welcome my, my listeners, I guess, to your story. How did this begin? Uh, it, it's very uh, kind of a, a different path, I would say, to any sort of entrepreneurship or ownership. I started my career out of college um, working as a probation officer. And I started out in San Diego and I started working with um, the Young Boys Unit, which was 10 to 15 year old boys. Really wonderful, great experience. Um, and I moved back home to Minnesota. From that, I started working in investigations, uh, working in domestic violence. Um, I created a caseload of battered women who were brought in as defendants. You know, sometimes the police can't figure out what's happening at the scene and they will take them both in. Well, that's not, the criminal justice system is not built for victims of violence. And so I created, I saw a problem there, um, created a caseload for these women so we could remove them from that sort of uh, rigmarole of the criminal justice system. Granted, some of them, you know, they have to stay in the system. But, you know, through that, I wanted to support their safety and um, make sure that they get on a nice, clear, safe path I did that for about 12 years. Um, I was involved in writing stocking protocol for the state of Minnesota as it relates to the Department of Corrections. Um, I was in a limited specialty unit for um, domestic violence, and I worked with prosecutor and police officers. And um, what had happened, and that kind of just changed my course, was I was working with a woman who was being stalked, and and he ultimately, over the week, as we were trying to find him on a, on one of our warrants, um, he ended up murdering her her mother and her grandfather. And it was extremely traumatic. 
you know, it just sort of shook my world. And around that time I was um, looking to, you know, I was changing, I was getting married. I knew I was going to have children and I just was like, okay, well, let's maybe think of something more um, in, in a different field. And I went to the Veda Institute, studied um, osteology, which is a study of skin. And through that, when I graduated, I was just looking for a spray tan because I was going to go celebrate in Mexico. And, you know, I, as you can see, I'm super, super pale, Minnesota girl. And every, the options at that time were mystic tan booths, where they, they put you in that, basically, I call it a human car wash. And they're just firing solution. You don't know where it's going to go. And, and, and honestly, we've all seen a bad spray tan. Some of us have actually been through the trauma, right? And you're shaking your head. You're like, honestly. And Why so, this time? Why this time? <laughs> right? And just, it, it honestly was just a simple beauty move. I wanted it done. I found somebody that she was a makeup artist. So she used a very small airbrush, but at the same time, the results were not orange. My hands weren't screwed up. My feet weren't. And I was just like, this is great. But I was also almost a hundred dollars. And that was just something I couldn't, I couldn't do at that time, but I, but I wanted it done all the time. So I ended up maxing out my credit card. So this business actually started with a $5,000 like max out of my little credit card at the time. And I bought the equipment and I bought some solution. And from there, I just started spraying my friends and family, started processing. Maybe this could be a business. Maybe it's a side hustle. Um, and I set up a booking site and I would take my, my machine and all of, and my pop-up tent to, to probation work. And at five o'clock, I would jump in my car and I'd go, you know, do mobile appointments in people's homes. But the people were so great. It was such a, it's just, it's more of like a healing, a, an access to a different set of demographics and a different set of people really. And I loved it. And, um, you know, I got, was, I got married that year. I had a two week honeymoon. And so a friend of mine who I went to a Veda with, she was like, I'll jump in the car and I'll do this. And so when I got back from my honeymoon, she's like, oh my gosh, Mel, I love this so much. Can I do it? And so really, you know, I didn't understand at that time, but from that moment, I was pulled out of providing the services and, and started working on the business. So all of my dreams and all of these things. I'm like, oh, we should do this and this. It just kept growing. Right. And so I kind of laugh and I just think, you know, I just have been keeping up with GoGlow really. <laughs> I, so that's a lot, good. right? I just, I just no, but a lot. it's so good. I didn't even know the correction story. I mean, maybe I did as you said it, but wow. And that's just like, what a heart you have. And it's so fun. And you're so right. Like you, you, you gave to all of those women and now you're in, in a different environment still giving to women but in both in empowering ways this is just a little bit softer and lighter you know and a little bit happier so not as like taking your your life into your hands potentially right so right. it's it's so good so okay so you've been on this journey now for how many years with GoGlow? we're into our 13th year Okay, so 13 years, and Kim Daly only learned about this as a franchise last year, right? So a lot of things happen before a business is mature, which is so funny when people call me and they're like, well, I have two locations and I'd like to turn it into a franchise. Can you help me, Kim? Which is not even what I do, right? But they don't know, but I'm like, look, that's not ready to be a franchise. So so how did you, so you kept growing with GoGlow um, how did you then decide or why did you decide to officially formalize this and turn it into what it is today? Yeah, you know, I, I never, from the beginnings, um, my, the way my brain works I'm, is I'm just a, a real long game player. So I, I can see the end and I work my way backwards on it. Um, when I finally, you know, when it clicked on, on, in my brain, it was like, this is a, this, this is huge. People want this. There's a demand for this. Um, I've perfected it. I, you know, during the course of it, 
started looking at the solutions I was using. And those are the solutions that most spray tan artists are using. And, and I didn't like them. I was like, they're still sticky. They smell. Um, there's tons of alcohol that they're drying out. So first thing I did was like, okay, well, how can I, how can I do this? So I started working with a chemist and built my own solutions. And then from that, it was like, okay, well, the skincare line, I want a better, I want better ingredients. I want cleaner ingredients. I want EU standards, right? So we have organic and then you have EU standards and we meet the EU standard of organic, which is even cleaner than, um, you know, our United States organic FDA system. Um, it's, and also with that, then it was the equipment wasn't great. I was seeing that overspray was kind of going everywhere in the room. Um, I wanted to make sure we had a, a very clean number one environment for our employees and for the clients. Um, so I created a overspray booth that's patent pending. And with that, it controls the air around you. And it also controls and filters it out. So it's clean air in the salon. So our salons, which is completely unheard of are com are all white. And, you know, I did that in a sense of like, this is a flex. Everybody is so sick of going into, you know, their spray tan providers and it's just a brown and gross. And you're just like, Oh, I just got to get this done. You know, Th that's, that's where I, I saw from the beginning. And as I'm building it, I'm not looking that I'm going to franchise this. I just was perfecting it for myself and making sure that my businesses were, were healthy and strong and providing the very best top service. Um, when I got to the point where I was, I was adding new locations and I'm just like, whoa, these like, I say it's a simple business, but it's just that we've got processes that are built down to make it so simple. Um, you know, and as I'm talking to candidates, their brains, they're coming from multi-systems, like different brands. And then they look at Google and they're just like, oh my gosh, this is the easiest, right? So I'm like, that's great. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Cause that means that we've worked down the processes down to, to really simple, uh, business concept really. Um, but anyways, yeah, I, as far as franchising, I wanted the right partners. I think that GoGlow has the legs and it has the heart, it has the soul to become an, an absolute iconic brand. And I didn't want to do that with just anybody. And so when I was listening to, uh, Eric Van Horn and he has the podcast, uh, what is it? franchise secrets? I joined his mastermind because I just wanted to know good, bad, or ugly. So I emailed him and was like, Hey, Eric Van Horn, you know, can you just look at my business and, and tell me what you think? You know, am, am I good to go? Am I not? Like, and, um, then that's when he brought in his partners and I got to meet Jeff Herr. And uh, that whole experience has been uh, honestly the greatest. And it's just, it's, it's so meant to be because they are the partners that you need to have when you want to build something like this. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if you're loving this episode, please do me a quick favor and leave me a five-star rating and a short review. Your feedback fuels my growth and rankings and shows others that this podcast is valuable. Now, back to the show. It's <laughs> such a great story. And you are a thousand percent correct on you found the absolute best people to bring this beauty retail brand to market. Like, even though they're guys, like they know how to do this, right? Like they are very yeah. powerful people in franchising with great track records and it it's awesome. And, um, you know, at the risk of, yeah, 
just, I don't want to be like too promotional about it, but I mean, I'm super excited. I would love to be a client. Like I, I joke with yeah. all my people when I talk about GoGo, like this isn't a real tan, you know, <laughs> this is, but every time I go in the booth, I do go, what is this doing to my lungs and my liver? You know, like I'm a nutritional biochemist. I only put, you know, like organic products in my body, on my skin. And then I go in the spray tan booth, like once every seven days, at least. Right. And now I got my teenage mm-hmm. boys going. Cause when you're a pop, when you're a parent, you realize you get what you you are they see their mom tan they're like we want to be (laughs) right and that's that's exactly where this entire um category is going and i and i firmly believe that gogo is going to lead it in the sense that every if you talk to any woman and men are catching on but well they'll get there but we we're all doing it at some point you're either doing your mousse at home you're doing a self-tanning at home you're doing you're jumping into a booth and you're just tolerating it right. and 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 also what's been happening over the past three years is we're seeing that people are really concerned about ingredients as they should be they they we we are all looking at the back of our labels and that's with go glow is we're very educational and that's just a whole nother piece of our business is that we're a skincare business because we're teaching people what you're putting on your skin counts right we have hormone disruptors, all these different products that they're pushing at people that are truly bad for their skin, bottom line, right? And so not only are we making sure that you have a gorgeous go glow, but we are making sure that your skin is healthy too. Whether you're coming in once a week or you're coming in once a month, fine, right? But we want to make sure that our clients are educated on that skin and those products and what's happening um, with your skin. And when you talk about what you're breathing in, that is also extremely important when you're looking for a provider. I just got a, I just got a, a spray tan in a tent and I, I couldn't even believe it that how much of that is going in when, when your clients are standing there breathing it. And I'm just like, I'm so used to being in our, our air purification booths. So it's something really to consider. I think people are going to, ex- I know, I'm sorry, Kim, we'll be there soon. I want one now. <laughs> I know, but it is. Somebody really open awesome. a Google in New Hampshire right now. <laughs> Listen, my teenage boy is 17. If he was like going to state school and like maybe 18 or 19, a hundred percent, I'd be opening a Google because I'd be a customer numero uno, but he would enjoy running this business. It would be a great little experience for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I and I, I think that it's, it's just very important. I think we have a very, very intelligent consumer and we need to be delivering a, a better yes, service for everybody. That's <laughs> <laughs> playing with you. I love it. I mean, I, I really do. I love everything you're saying. So Let's just uh, focusing more on like kind of like the business conversation, because that's how I want this episode to be viewed as just like, you know, kind of like, wow, how does a brand get started? You know, it's not like you started out with the intention of franchising this. It's just evolved to that because you just kept being curious and kept trying to solve for the problem and getting better at it and, you know, growing which is mm-hmm. an awesome organic story in and of itself, right? So right. what are, like, if you if you could think back to 13 years ago when you started to where you are today, like kind of go back and forth and think, gosh, like what are the biggest lessons like or aha moments you've had along the way? You have a couple that immediately come to mind in terms of like being a business owner or running or developing a business? Yeah, and I think that, you know, I've been, I've been sort of talking about this, this women in business and, and entrepreneurs and how, uh, you know, really women are, are, we're creating our own space at this point in, in life because we have children, you know, we have huge careers, all of that. And 
being the model of being a boss, the model of being a business owner is modeled after men and males in their relationships, in their fields. It's a completely different game when you are, when you are a woman, when you are the boss, when you are the business owner, because we want to create relationships. We want relationships with our, with our employees. And so I think that if, had I known truly the intricacies of being a female leader in, and a business owner in the space that I'm in, I would be terrified. But honestly, making it, it, it is, it, it is, it's hard because my heart has been broken so many times because I'm creating relationships. But at the same time, you know, you have your personal relationships and then the business has their own needs, right? And, and it's difficult. It's a conversation I think that women need to keep having and making that it's okay. You know, you're going to actually go through a lot of loss in business as a, a female business owner. Um, but that your, your business does, it does deserve and needs its own uh, path as well. So I, I love this conversation. Um, I love to, I would love to keep, you know, keep having it with other business owners because I think we all need to be supportive of each other and how, and truly some of the things that we go through that are, are not even set up as males, that they don't, they don't have these issues, you know? It's so really awesome. I just went on a tangent, but yeah, no, it's really good. And, and even just like taking it out to like, just sort of like failing forward in your business, mm-hmm. right? Like imagine if you were the if you were the owner th- that you were 13 years ago today. Like you can't be the same owner, right? Because the day that you start a business, you have one level of knowledge and then it's yeah. like when you're a mom, right? When you're a brand new mom with an infant, you're one level of mom versus when you're at the other end like I am, you know, teenagers nearing college and thinking of your babies leaving the house. <laughs> you know, you're like at a whole nother, you know, and you have all these words of wisdom that you could you could impart along the way to the mom that you were, you know, 17 years ago, or the Very mom true. you were not, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Same thing when you own a business, right? And so your growth, I always say, you know, you if you follow me, you know, like I always say that, your business reflects the the business reflects the owner. It, it's in part why when people say, "Can I make a certain amount of money in a business?" I'm like, "I don't know. Can you?" Because yeah. it depends on the personal and professional growth that you are willing to go through, and how when you fail, you keep moving forward, or how you don't. Right? Because as business owners, both of us women. I've been doing this for 26 years, longer than you've probably been alive. <laughs> and, so, and so like, like I mean, is it easy? No, I may make it look easy, the, the business I'm in now, because I've been doing it for a really long time. But it's because I've been doing it for a really long time and I didn't quit every time it got hard, right? Right. And, you know, I've, I have um, my, my brother-in-law in my life, he's like, Mel, See, the problem is, is people think that this is easy because you make it look easy. You, nobody sees the behind the scenes. Nobody sees the the struggle and the, just the pick yourself up and just keep going regardless. Um, you know, I, the, there's just a simple, I don't know what it is that sets people apart of who's able to take the, the punches like a business owner does. Um, but, you know, just to have that, that inner tenacity of, of, yeah, I, I might take some punches. I might learn some lessons. I don't call them failures. I, I don't. They're just like, great, learn that. Now my franchisees don't have to go through that. Cause let me tell you, I just took all those punches and this is the best way to go about it. Right. And this is how I can build better. Um, and that's how you learn and that's how you move forward. Um, and, and in being a role model also with employees 
and people that you work with and such. Um, but your analogy of like holding the baby, cause that's the thing is, is when I first started go glow, I mean, that baby was so tight to me and, you know, and, and as she grows, I call her, she, of course, and as she grows, like she's going off to college now and, and I have to have more of a, um, like of a mentor relationship with that and making sure she makes the right decisions, that sort of thing. But, and in that space, as you're going from, you know, me when I was just mobile to all these locations and franchises, there's different relationships and some people aren't going to make it to that next level with you. And, you know, you, you have to go with that and it's hard, but at the same time, go glow is growing up. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if you're ready to begin your own journey to find the perfect franchise, please email me right now at inquire at kimdaily.tv. My services are totally free for you. That's inquire at kimdaily.tv. Now, back to the show. It's so good. It's so good. I hope everybody listening to this goes, this is so good. I mean, it's just real business talk. You, Those of you who follow me know my, my real heart at this point in my life is in the business coaching side to franchisees, coaching your mindset, because I, there's so much, uh, so many people who say yes to the dream to own a business and then it's sort of like what I call the second yes, which is showing up to your dream, right? And not to like over-dramatize that it's going to be harder than you think, but it is going to be harder than you think because I don't know what you think, you know, but it's pretty darn hard some days, right? And it makes me think of like, you know, when I'm a fitness girl and like the things that you do, like people see like a, a nice body and they're like, wow, like, you know, you look great or I'd love to have your body. And it's like, you see what you see, but I know the years I've put into the gym and like getting up this morning when yes. the alarm went off and I was like, I don't want to go to the gym, right? Like, or like the, the yeah. chances you make on the weekend when everybody else is eating certain food and you're being disciplined because you have goals and dreams. And it's the exact same thing when you own a business. It's the story you're hearing from Melanie. It's what makes business owners successful or not. And we're not judging those who are struggling because here's the thing. I just made a little video about this. If you've never, it was actually about a cash flow issue that someone called me on. And I'm like, look, Welcome to business ownership. Because if you've never found yourself in a cash flow crunch before, you haven't really owned a business for too long, right, Melanie? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Having started on a credit card. <laughs> you, got, you have to have an abundant mindset, you know, and that's something also I learned, you know, coming from my my background in my childhood, you know, I was raised by a single mom and it was welfare and it was food stamps and and just to to move through and actually become a business owner, which I never saw. I didn't have it anywhere in my background. Um, but to, to now where I have to change my mindset, I have to change it to an abundant mindset. I have to change it to look, you know, you, you have to bet on yourself damn near every day on your business and, and make those investments and know and have faith that what you built is strong and it is good. And you just have to keep reinvesting into it. Um, and I personally, you know, having that mind shift with, with, this franchising and, and the in, enormous response we've gotten is incredible. I was saying earlier this morning, I'm like, I feel like I'm just on the edge of like an avalanche here, which is exactly, you know, what you want, but it's terrifying. I'm not going to lie and say like, this isn't terrifying. It's terrifying, but it's fun. And this is what we were set up for, you know? Um, but just to have to change mindset, 
through different phases and stages of your business, you have to keep going with it and have the strength, have that tenacity, have that confidence. Regardless, if you're feeling in that moment, you know what, girl, fake it. You got to get through it because you know what you have built is good. It's on solid ground. Things might terrify you, but kind of this thing, like if it's not scaring you, it's probably not big enough. Like, let's go. Cheryl, all I got to say to wrap this up is I'm betting on you and I wouldn't mess with you. (laughs) This girl means no BS. She is all grit. That is the absolute best word. And I recognized it in you the first time you stood in front of me in that mix and match. And I thought, I got to know that girl because she's going places in franchising. So those of you who are listening, you heard it here first. If you haven't heard of the brand, you heard it here first on Create Wealth Through Franchising and Kim Daily TV. Melanie Richards, thank you for coming into my life and for being a guest today on my show. Thank you, Kim. I have chills. This is amazing. You're amazing. (laughs) Well, for anybody who's inspired to begin your journey, whether it's with GoGlow or just to figure out what's the next or the best franchise investment for me, you know that I want to be your daily coach. Please follow the email on the screen right now or reach directly out to inquire at kimdaily.com. That's inquire at kimdaily.tv. And until next time, my name is Kim Daly and I want to be your daily coach. You can find more content just like this on my YouTube channel at kimdaily.tv. And if you're inspired to take the next step to explore franchises matched to you, please email me right now at inquire at kimdaily.tv. That's inquire at kimdaily.tv. 